Hello and welcome to the third episode of Wherever You May Be. We're part of the 90 Minutes Podcast Network and over the next 20 minutes or so we will be talking about all things Chelsea. I am Rory Jennings and joining me today is none other than my good friend Charlie Skillen. Skiller in Manila, it's boiling, how are you? It's so hot mate, I feel like I am in Manila, <laughs> to be fair. Um, the season's over Rory, how are you feeling? Uh, do you know Do you know what, it's, it's been a good season but it feels like we, we've ended on a low, haven't we? Yeah, the last two games in particular. I mean, look, the Bayern Munich game is never going to be one to write home about. Even the most optimistic fan will probably say that. But obviously, we're still reading from the FA Cup defeat. Um, I think it's I think it's important to look at the season as a whole and the progress we've made on and off the pitch. But you're right, it has ended on a low to the fact where Lampard's been getting some criticism in some quarters of the media. Um, but, you know... Exciting signings coming this summer, onwards and upwards. Yeah, I, say. I, can, I completely agree. Uh, it's, it's a shame what happened, but over the course of the season, it's been great. And I don't know if I've ever been less bothered by a Champions League defeat than I was by than uh, than I was the other night. It just felt like a pre-season to me. Really, I know that's wrong. I know it meant more than that, and I know there was a lot at stake. But to me, the three-nil home defeat felt insurmountable, and therefore. That game to me, it just felt like a, like a pre-season game. It, that's exactly the vibe it had, particularly with no crowd. Um, it was it was a weird one. I mean, it, it must be a difficult one to prepare for those kind of games because everyone knows you're not going to do it. Like even Lamp- Lampard and the players know they're not going to do it. But I don't think it. the point, I think the, in that exact scenario, I don't think the point becomes to qualify. I think no. the point the point becomes let's make sure that Mason Mount and Tammy Abraham know what it's like to play at an elite European club away from home. <laughs> they certainly got that lesson, didn't exactly. they? Exactly. Let's find out. Let's let's try something. Let's see how one of our players copes when put out of position. Let's you know. Mm. Let's just experiment and be stronger when we actually go into this kind of situation again. I mean, I do think it was all that into account, and obviously we know. What the what the stakes were before the game, i.e., pretty low for Chelsea. I do think we were poor, it's particularly when you think Bayern Munich. You know, barely played a game for for months. They seriously played a strong side though, and also you they, say they that really I know did, yeah. I know they hadn't played, but they did organise a game against Marseille specifically for our purposes, which in some yeah. on some level makes it more difficult because they could tailor mm. their exact build up around playing Chelsea. Yeah, of course, of course. I mean, you know, we had a we had a cup final the week before um we we were not playing our very strongest team of course injuries sort of didn't allow that um but equally same old problems crept up you know the defending was so so poor again um the need for a keeper i mean i, I said it before caballero's done well i think when he's been called upon with the need for a keeper highlighted again particularly you know we made such a big deal about getting into the Champions League this season if we do want to be competing at that level we've clearly got to have a new goalkeeper at the club um and I, I do think a couple of those problems were laid bare thought Hudson Odoi was a possible plus without playing particularly well I think he he was the one that kind of made things happen he was very unlucky for that goal to be ruled off look Tammy Abraham was offside um to the letter of the law but it's one of them we didn't gain any any advantage whatsoever from his left leg or whatever it was being upside offside in the build-up uh he scored a wonderful goal Hudson Adoy. um but yeah it, it wasn't a good day at the office but I don't think it was ever going to be no but also I mean compliments and credit to Bayern they are in the running to win this competition aren't they 100% I mean I, I was I was taken aback seeing them live back in February or whenever it yeah. was 
I mean, they were just so good that night, and it, and it looks it looks like they've got Davis not on much the much. wing, wasn't it? Um, he's just so funny. Yeah, that's Blackwater on toast, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, but it was it was just an absolute footballing lesson from Barca. Yeah, they, they were. Uh, yeah, they were far too good for us from Bayern, mate. From Bayern, my daughter's come into the room there and distracted Charlie. It's not. It's, it's if if this were being filmed, it would be like one of those, you know, those BBC moments where the kid just comes flying in the room. So sorry about that, Charlie. You said Barca, you obviously meant Bayern. Uh, I'll tell you what it was, Raw. I was in the pub watching Bayern Chelsea, and Barca Napoli was on the other telly. Oh right, and, they, and they, had it all going on. They provided a footballing lesson to Napoli. That's uh, that's what I meant. Yeah, it <laughs> was. Uh, but no, it was a shame. But they they could win it. Who would your tip be for the Champions League? I think it could be City's year. You yeah, know? I think that as well. You actually. know, I mean, they they went into the Real Madrid game. With a good, a good result under their belts in the the fantastic away win at the Bernabeu, but having beaten Real Madrid, who are kind of the ones to watch always in this competition, um, I think it could finally be their year. They don't have the pressure of the crowds and stuff like that, which I, which I think's got to them before. You know, City fans have a very like odd relationship with the Champions League. They would say very justifiably, and I'd kind of back them in that. But it would be like the ultimate fu yeah. to UEFA, wouldn't it, for City to win this competition? And I. Uh, they must be scarred by losing the league so badly. I mean, they, they're as good as Liverpool on their day, possibly better. Yeah. Um, so they'll be reeling from losing the Premier League so like comfortably. And I, I think I think it could be their year in the Champions League. Yeah, I see that as well. I think City, City are the team to beat. But if anyone can beat them, it will be that Bayern side. I thought they were, they were excellent. Is there anyone else? Anyone else knocking on the door for it, do you think? Atletico, are they in the conversation? I mean, talking of wounded teams, you know... Barcelona have Lionel Messi, and you can never count them out. They were they were brilliant against Napoli. Um, Messi in particular, obviously, was brilliant. Setien is not rated as a manager. I don't think he's going to be certainly not going to be there in you know a couple of years. Um, but again, having lost the league so comfortably to Real Madrid by the end of things, they'll be hurt. And you, can you really back against them? You know, if, on, in a one-off game, Barcelona. I, I, I don't think so, but I would go for City, but I think Barcelona as well. Yeah, it's all it's all coming so quickly, isn't it? It's just a couple of weeks till the final. It's mental. It's really exciting for fans, this tournament. It's like nothing we've ever seen before. It's like one-off games all in Lisbon. The same is it'd be wicked to go to, Yeah, wouldn't it? It'd be wicked to be in Lisbon. It's like a World Cup, isn't yeah, it? Exactly. Yeah, exactly, like going to all these games. Um, obviously, that can't happen. But uh, but no, I am, I'm quite looking forward to it. Um, Particularly now we've got our second leg out of the way. Yeah, it's uh, it's not ideal. Um, looking ahead, when you think of this competition, you know, when you see it being played and you hear the theme tune and everything that goes with it, it's the place to be and we're in it next season. So for that alone, Lampard deserves huge amounts of credit, doesn't he? Yeah, 100%. Look, I, I think at the start, given the squad we have, given the transfer ban, given everything else, that had to be the target this season. I think anything over that would have been... You know, I don't think any of us thought in our wildest dreams it was going to be challenging at the very, very top end. And I, I think, you know, we've had great success in the Europa League. I, I loved winning it. I love winning it the season before. Um, but that's not where Chelsea want to be, as you say. Uh, that's not what. Can we not... win it? Can we win it next season? Champions League. Yeah. Yeah, of course we can. Anyone who's in it can win it. No, that's not true. <laughs> Our Arsenal could never win it. They were in it for twenty odd years that's straight, that's and true, nobody really. ever thought they could win it. That's a special. They're a special case, aren't they? They never win anything. <laughs> um, you're saying that they did just beat us in they the did. Cup. They, <laughs> did, they did, yeah, they did in um, Europe. <laughs> in Europe, just that's true. They do Arsenal weirdly, despite being such a well decorated club domestically. You know, FA Cups and Premier Leagues, well, not Premier Leagues, you know, three Premier Leagues, but football leagues. They've they've got a huge and proud record. 
they, they, their record in Europe is rather paltry, isn't it? They've only won one UEFA Cup, I think, and that's it. Yeah, whereas a couple might... of finals yeah. I can remember as well. I remember Galatasaray beat them in Copenhagen. Yeah, the Barcelona one in Paris. Remember, well, mate, are you old enough to remember this? I remember the year, the year that we got knocked out in the semi-final by Real Zaragoza. Gus Poirier was playing for Zaragoza. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that would have that been ninety-five, right? Naim, Naim from the halfway line. Do you know that final? Naim, mm. that final was due to be a Chelsea Arsenal final. Yeah. In Paris. Yeah, yeah. It was geared up to be that, and obviously Zaragoza knocked us out, which is such a shame. But they went on to lose. They went on to lose that final. So, um, yeah, that was so one yeah, of they're, they're record. They flew over. It was one yeah. of the one of the many that flew yeah. over David Seaman from a long uh, from a long Pum, way out because uh, he did it the next season. Naeem as well, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, he did. The Paul Merson's quote about that was great. He sort of said Naeem was a wonderful shot. David Seaman was a wonderful keeper, but you couldn't have got the local paper under his feet when he tried to jump for that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he uh, yeah he did let himself down, and thank thankfully he did. Um, and then obviously. Uh, our boys Eto and Belletti stopped Arsenal oh. from becoming the first London club to win the Champions oh, I, League, which allowed us to do it. Thank what God. a wonderful night! I, I I don't think I've ever won. Oh six, wasn't it? Oh six, yeah. I don't think I've ever wanted a non-Chelsea team to win a game so badly as I wanted Barcelona to beat Arsenal. Will it will it help make history? Didn't it? Because it meant that we became London's first ever winners of the European Cup, and still only, and still only. Sadly, it's our only one as well. We haven't <laughs> we haven't we haven't really got close to winning it since we won it have we have no we got to a no. semi-final atletico madrid Mourinho, wasn't it that was the season was that the, it was diego costa playing for atletico yeah that was nil 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 wasn't it really terrible no we lost it at home i remember torres put us one nil up actually we went one nil up yeah. at home we it was nil nil away and nil nil away and then torres put us one nil up and we thought this is it yeah we go into the finals was that 15 yeah 14 or 15 14 maybe yeah, and then uh, and obviously Diego Costa and Courtois. We that do you know what we let Courtois play. Yeah, you have to. There's no yeah. That, no, no, we no, didn't have to. No. We we did a gentlemanly thing, which we shouldn't that have done, dark, obviously. Yeah, but no, we haven't got we haven't really got close to winning it since we won it. No, like we got a lot closer no. before we won it to winning it. Yeah, than I we mean, have since. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, look, we we all know that Chelsea team that won it in 2012 was the weakest that of, was, the, of the that five was, years yeah, previously. I mean, yeah, yeah. Ancelotti's team. Some of the Mourinho, you know, yeah. the Mourinho teams in the early years, they were far better than the team that ended yeah. up winning it. I mean, you got to think the, the reason it was obviously it was so great we won it, but like Lampard, Drogba, they were all at the very, very end of their careers. Yeah, when you think when they were in their prime and Chelsea were in their prime, and that's when we kind of came close so many times, which made it all the sweeter. Yeah, it was a uh, yeah. I'm surprised, but hopefully uh, next year could be our year. Um, yeah, it'd be, it'd be very interesting to see if we can make it happen. But I'm not. Uh, do you think this team have the minerals? Can they can they launch a serious bid for the Champions League? Well, I think more than anything, maybe not this team, but the team that we might have next season with Timo Werner, with um, Zayech, hopefully with Havertz, hopefully with a new goalkeeper and a few new defenders. I think that could be a different kettle of fish. Uh, you mentioned it there, mate. We've got to talk about that. The only way that we have any chance of winning any silverware next year is by signing some defenders, isn't it? Who's feasible? What what's going to happen here? Who Tiago Silva on a free? Is that the best we can hope for? I mean, no, I wouldn't be averse to that, to be honest. Yeah, obviously, mate. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm sure you wouldn't. <laughs> no, I mean, look, I, I think we need experience there. I think we need leadership there. Um, Declan Rice is the big money one that they want. Um, will, will that be to be a centre back though? I think so. I think so. In, initially, certainly. I mean, look, we don't need particularly need anyone 
in central midfield, nowhere near enough, nowhere near as much as we need a central defender. So I, I think that's what he would come in to do. Um, they're talking about a couple of the Atletico Madrid guys, but I think Wait, it, it's, it's more just about fresh blood to me and getting these players, some of these players out who have been there too long and just haven't delivered. Well, I've got a load of grief on Twitter because I suggested John Stones. You've got some terrible grief for that, didn't I know, you? Weirdly, because I didn't even think that was one of my more controversial views. I thought that was fairly standard. I mean, he'd, it he'd, he'd be the best defender at the club if he was there now, wouldn't he? Yeah. None of our defence are better than John Stones, mate. Uh, I think Kurzuma possibly have an issue with that. I, I'd have an issue with him having an <laughs> issue with that. Fair enough. No, look, I, I mean, Stones is a wonderfully talented player. I, I would be I'd be slightly worried that he's got a bit of the Christensen's about him. What, lightweight? He's a, very, he's, well, he's a similar player to Christensen. and He's more experienced than Christensen, and I think he is better than Christensen. But I just don't feel it's the one we need, you know? I feel we need a Koulibaly or someone like yeah, that. He's, he's looking ropey for Napoli. Yeah. He's looking really ropey. Um, I'm, I'm, you know what? I'm, I've, I've said John Stones. I'm sticking with it. I can't see us signing You're on the Stones train. I'm on the Stones train. I really am, um, because I just think that he is better than anything we have. But we need. I think we need to sign We've, possibly three defenders, yeah, don't we? Hundred percent. And will Declan Rice be a defender if he comes to Chelsea? He won't be a central midfielder. I think he'll be a defender. Yeah. Um, but no, I completely agree. I, I, I'd be very disappointed if we only sign one defender. I mean, we we 100% need a left back for starters, don't we? So, and I think I I agree with you. I think you know these things. You're not playing FIFA. You're not playing football manager. So these things never quite quite come to fruition. But I agree with you. I'd happily see three new centre halves at Chelsea. I don't actually think Tomori will be at the club next season. What it'd be either. on loan? Somewhere. I think it'd be on loan. I, something's happened there. You know, he did have a bad time with injuries, but he didn't have as bad an injury that he hasn't been seen barely at all since lockdown. Or in the ten weeks, you know, previous to that, yeah. he came on against Bournemouth away and had a shocker. But in our run of games around sort of October November time, where I think we won six on the trot, and it was really our own only sustained period of very good performances. He was one of the main points. reasons. Wasn't he it? was one of the main reasons. He, I, I think there was at one point. Obviously, he scored that fantastic goal against Wolves, which no one yeah. quite saw coming, <laughs> including what, him. <laughs> including him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, there was one point when when I, I remember thinking that he was the most impressive youngster out of all of them mm. because he just looked so assured at the back and you know in a Premier League defence. Um, clearly, it's my belief that something's happened off the pitch between him and Lampard, right. and and it's not it's not quite happening. Whether it's his attitude in training, whether it's a row that they've had, I don't know. The club won't let him go no. certainly. But I think he'll be on loan next year. Okay, that could do everybody the world of good though. He comes back refreshed, gets some minutes under his belt, and Chelsea yeah. looks to build when he when he comes back and wants to be player. Um, this has been good. Do you know what? We're nearly out of time, but before we actually say goodbye to everybody listening, this is very impromptu. We're gonna do a quiz. Okay. Right? We're gonna right. ask not not but not we're the quiz masters together. So we're just gonna ask three questions. Okay. To give people a chance to answer, we'll come back with the answers next week. Right. Okay. It's my it's my, it's my uh, foolproof theory to make sure that people come back and listen next week. Nice. See if they got it right. To see if they got it right. Okay. Um, do you have a question in mind? We we'll only do two questions. <laughs> we do one each, right? Okay. Can one each. Can you think of a question that you want to that okay. you want to go with? Yes. Who is the youngest player that played for Chelsea this season? Okay, I think I know the answer. 
and I'll go slightly okay, so you've done this season, I'll do something slightly more slightly more dated. What Chelsea player when playing against Austria Vienna, Austria Memphis as they may have been called, ran the length of the pitch, rounded the keeper and scored a goal in the nineteen ninety five Cupman's Cup run. I did not see the Cutman's Cup run of ninety five coming up twice in this podcast. Well you and should I'm, have done And I'm no, very I'm very pleased it has. You should have done knowing that who you're who you're talking to. That's yeah. my that's my go to topic. Yeah. Um guys thank you all so much for listening. We really do appreciate it. If you could drop us a review we would love it. So please do that and subscribe if you haven't already. Um we'll be back next week to discuss more transfer rumours and we really look forward to seeing you then. Thank you all very much and keep Cheers. the blue flag flying high.